morning. Happy Tuesday. Man, I do love the fact that you're willing to get up with me and be the first person to hear me squeak and squawk about the day and what's going on. I really do appreciate everything you do and the fact that you show up to this ready and willing to listen to what I have to say. And so for that, let's make it a good one today, right? Nah, nah, nah. Better yet, let's make it a great one. And we definitely can, right? It's well within our control. Absolutely. So yesterday was the, uh, the season two intro. Kind of recapped of where I've been, what I've been up to. Hopefully you had uh, as robust an adventure. Definitely life keeping you busy, keeping you fulfilled, and challenging you. And, you know, you challenging yourself, right? The things you go out, pursue, and get, strive for. Keep that, keep that list nice and long, all right? Don't sell yourself short, please. So speaking about what we are trying to pursue or do or be about, today's podcast, I want to talk about your trajectory. Yes, you, mine, all of us. And it really has to do with the fact of there's only two ways of going about life. There's only two paths, two trajectories to to where you're going. Because you can't stay where you're at. That is not an option. You may think I'm good, I'm solid, and I kind of spoke to that yesterday in the podcast a little bit. When I said to each his own, if if you're the type of individual that feels completely fulfilled and satisfied and happy in all that you have. But there's only two paths and in the middle is not one of them. You're either going up or you're going down. You're either increasing or you're decreasing. Those are the two paths, the two trajectories that your life can take. That you're on right now. It's that simple. Podcast over. Wrap it up. Done. Boom. Are you going up or going down? Have a great day. Now I'm giving you a sec to think about what I just said. You're either going up or you're going down. Either you're increasing or decreasing. Either you're investing in yourself, going to the gym, staying active, well hopefully if you're going to the gym, you're not like my gym where you gotta wear a mask, which I'm like, I don't even know how that's gonna work out, whether I wanna do it, yada yada yada. But either you got some at-home equipment, you're doing some body weights, you got some YouTubes or some other videos online that you're utilizing. Either you're investing in yourself working out and you're eating better so your health is increasing or you're sitting on the couch doing nothing not watching what you're eating and your health is decreasing either you're investing in yourself 
by reading some books, listening to some audio books, maybe follow a few podcasts, being inspired by somebody, having a solid mentor, learning something new, gaining a new skill set, and you're growing mentally. Or you're binge watching Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, you're just on social media following the latest fad, trend, what have you, and mentally you're decreasing, your, your level of knowledge is going down. I mean, what you learned about the Pythagorean theorem in middle school or high school, what have you, right? If you never applied that, exercised it, compounded upon that knowledge, utilized it, it's going to fade. It's going to go away. The things you studied in history, the lessons, geography, science, chemistry, what have you, if you don't exercise those things, and that's where you people go, I don't even remember what I learned in high school. I don't even know what it was all for. And I'm not saying that you got to refresh and stay up on everything you learned in high school. Uh, for some of us, that was, a, that was a while back. I mean, I'll share a little light on this real quick, right? High school wasn't about material per se. It was more about your ability to actually learn and teach and grow. Because in every facet of our life, once again, we're either learning and growing and investing in ourselves. And high school is the mechanism by which we learn those skill sets of studying, having good habits, being disciplined in our approach. Or, you know, for most of us, it's social hour, hanging out with friends, not think about the future because we can't even see past tomorrow. And then we got to learn all those habits. We got to develop that discipline after high school. But are you, are you buying what I'm selling? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do I need to give you another example? You need some analogies. The thing is, I, I don't think you do. I think you're good to go. I think in those two examples right there, which are crucial to us, right? Taking care of your vessel, taking care of the mechanism, the mechanics by which we travel, traverse through life, our body, the fuel that we're putting into it, the regimen and the exercise that we're dedicated to it to keep everything highly functioning. Muscles, tendon, joints, cardiovascular. And then, yeah, the, the fuel that we use to replenish. To propel us through our journey. And then now along the way, how are we contributing? How are we earning our keep? I tell you what. 
you are paid in direct proportion to the difficulty and the problems that you solve. And that makes perfect sense. If I am the CEO, the problems that I solve are epic, monumental. The course that you steer the company through propels you to financial success or bankruptcy and you potentially affect thousands of lives and the lives that those lives touch and the lives that those lives touch domino effect or if your skill set is I can push a broom I can operate a mop I can wipe down hard surfaces. And I'm using that example not to make light of janitorial services. My grandfather, one of the greatest men I knew, was a janitor at a, at a elementary school. Quick little backstory and highlight on on him and, and where he was and his legacy. He was a freaking cowboy. He grew up in New Mexico. Very poor, very humble beginnings. And he he was just he was. He 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 rode horse he led cattle from Wyoming, Montana down to Colorado. I think even further south into like Texas, Oklahoma. Like 100% cowboy on the trail. Sleeping next to his horse under the stars. Straight up cowboy. And then when he realized that he wanted to have a family and settled down, he got uh, a little bit of farmland, nothing that he owned, but he was able to rent the land in order to do the farming and reap the benefit, you know, financially, that was how he, he earned his keep and money to provide for his family. He was raising, you know, pigs, pigs for the slaughter, cows, chickens vegetables so you know went from being a cowboy to being a farmer but that being a difficult life and realized he couldn't do that forever as he got older decided to move out to California near some family look for something different but not a lot of needs for cowboys and farmers where they were at in a more rural setting in Modesto, California. Went looking through uh, the yellow pages, seeing what was available. Interesting enough, he was uh, going to be a, like a 
sous chef or, you know, a side cook of some kind at this one country club in Modesto. But then another position opened up uh, for the, the janitorial position that actually uh, paid better and had better benefits. And so he ended up taking that position. But the other one that he set up the interview for, my grandmother actually was like, you know, they were like, hey, what? How about I just go in and uh, go for the interview and, uh, and see what happens? And she ended up getting that job working at the country club. And that's what he did until he retired. Working custodial services. Very honorable man. Hard working dude. One of the hardest working men I've ever met. You know, like we talk about with the older generation from time to time, cut from a different cloth. If I could have an ounce of his work ethic, I'd probably be the president. So there you go. And because of that, because of me growing up, seeing his work ethic and what he was about, I actually have the utmost respect for janitorial services. But I'm also very cognitive of the fact that you do you get paid directly in proportion to the difficulty of the problems you solve. And I'm reminded of the fact that he was happy with his life and what he did and what he accomplished and what he was about. But could he have done more? Could he have achieved more? Absolutely. What is your path? What are you doing? 
get refocused on the discussion at hand. You going up or are you going down? Every day are you taking a moment to invest in yourself to keep you on that upward trend? Compounding in yourself? Are you reinvesting the dividends of your life? Oh man, I love talking financials and money. Money don't buy happiness. But a lot of things in this world that we either need or want have a dollar sign tied to them. Sometimes the things we want to be about are the things we want to accomplish or give or distribute. Yeah, they cost money. So what are you doing? What are you doing today? What's your goal? What's your objective? Are you just spinning your wheels? Be honest. This one-way discussion we're having right now had it with myself all the time in the past. It was genuinely 100% holding the mirror every day. Who are you? How are you showing up? What are you about? What are you doing? I mean, that's the discipline in life because ain't nobody else going to hold the fire to you. Once you turned 18, the world said, you're ready to make your own choices and decisions and own them, and then nobody can tell you otherwise except for the government when it comes to taxes. But beyond that, your choice, your decision, your bed, you get to make it and sleep in it. You know, because I could speak about yesterday, what you did on, what you did yesterday there on Monday. Whether you had a, a bit of a hangover from Father's Day, you're feeling very good about yourself, if you're a father, or, you know, or you're feeling good from something you did for your father, or something you did for somebody else who's just a father, right? There's different mechanisms by which you can show up to Father's Day, not just by uh, seeding a child, or giving birth to one. being married to a father yeah I'm thinking of all the different relationships by which we introduce a father element but you got the, the father's day weekend hangover feeling good took your father out for you know a nice brunch or made them breakfast in bed or gave them a call thank you for everything they did and their influence and their impact See, it's interesting enough. I don't know if anybody ever calls somebody on Father's Day and goes, man, you were a really great father. You did all these great things. But these two or three things, if you could have done those better, you know, that would have been, that would have been awesome. If you had taught me about compounding interest or if you had shown me a tool or a trade or something that they didn't teach in high school, or if you had forced me to 
to stay on this path instead of letting me veer off and go on some other silly path. I wonder if, I don't think anybody has real true, yeah, I mean, that's not the spirit of Father's Day to critique. <laughs> I, I'm joking because, I, I mean, it, it's honesty of life where on Facebook, and yes, we are going on a tangent here real quick, hopefully real quick. On Facebook, I see all these posts from people about the greatest father, the greatest father, you know, the greatest, you know, I mean, I spoke to right now about my grandfather, one of the greatest men I, I know. But harping on the fact of people talking about their father, like, the best person ever, and it's, it's great. But... It's not 100% accurate, right? It's not, there's not, there's some white lie fudgery involved in that. Nobody, nobody posts and says, man, I had one of the okayest dads ever. My dad could have really screwed up my life, but he just managed to barely stay above that. Thanks, dad. I mean, if your dad clothed you, fed you, kept you warm. I mean, are those the three conditions necessary to make you the greatest father ever? Maybe insert some love in there. Sorry, he loved and cared about me, clothed me, fed me, gave me shelter. Taught me maybe four or five really life-changing things. Yeah. I mean, as a father myself, it's difficult it's very difficult. I consider myself pretty uh, well equipped mentally and, and even financially to, to be a success as a father. And it's still a challenge because it's that one variable you can't control the child. <laughs> you can do all you can to uh, set up the right environment. But there are so many variables you can't control, or they're difficult to control. Well, you don't realize until after the fact that, man, I should have controlled that. I should have done more of this, less of that. All right, so back to you and how you're showing up this Tuesday, because I want to get close to wrapping this thing up. Attention spans in life are very short. While I've got yours taking the most of it. What is your trajectory? Where are you going? What are you about? Because to me, it's not... People talk about, are you thriving or surviving? And to me, really, if you're surviving, that's not staying steady. That's downward slope. That's downward trajectory. you're not reinvesting in yourself either physically or mentally it's going to decrease just like if you don't use your muscles they will get weaker if you don't exercise your brain that too will get weaker so what are you doing to prevent that 
Or do you care? Do you think I'm out, out the snacks on this? And once again, if you feel that way, share with me. Tell me why I'm wrong. Have the chutzpah to call me out, to challenge me. But if you agree with me, then be honest with yourself. And every day, think about and be purposeful in your actions, in your words, in your behavior, and how you show up. It's challenging. I completely agree with that. There's so many times that I feel like I really know the right answer and yet I still fall short. And how I show up and how I execute. But... still purposeful enough and deliberate in the little incremental things that I'm doing for myself and for others. If I do nothing else today worthwhile except put this podcast out, that's something I've done, something I've discussed, shared, passed on. I talked yesterday about the fact that when we are speaking, we're repeating what we already know. But sometimes that's okay. It's not a bad thing to want to be purposeful and and teaching. some reward and satisfaction in, in sharing your knowledge, mentoring others. I would have loved to have been a teacher. I even spoke to my wife about the fact that when I got out of the military, or talking about my career after the military, that I would have loved to have been a teacher. just didn't pay that well. Yeah, I mean, I, I want both. I can have both, right? I, the financial reward as well as the emotional reward. But even right now in my current profession, I'm teaching. I'm not teaching kids, I'm teaching adults. folks now you know about my grandfather and his lineage and history who 
know about why I didn't become a teacher when I came out of the military. But hopefully, most importantly, you're holding that mirror up and you're being honest with yourself. Am I going up or am I going down? Am I making decisions to keep me on an upward trajectory to my goals, hopes, and dreams? Am I, am I better prepared for when I cross that bridge that I'm the best version of myself? Or I'm better than the version I was the day before? folks we're here we've landed <laughs> let's wrap it up right I want y'all to have an awesome day and be purposeful and have intent in your actions and decisions. I love y'all. Go get it.